welcome to the Biomed Central podcast. Today we're talking to Dr. Frank Jiggins. Frank, please tell us a bit about yourself and your research. Yeah, so I'm based in the Department of Genetics at the University of Cambridge. And this was a project which we did in collaboration with some researchers at the University of California in Berkeley. So we were working on the mosquito Aedes aegypti. So Aedes aegypti has been in the news quite a lot in recent years. This is a main species which transmits the Zika virus. So the question we were interested in was, how is a mosquito spread around the world and how are different populations related to each other? So what we did was we collected some mosquitoes in Asia and in Mexico and across Africa and sequenced a large portion of their genomes and then used the patterns of genetic variation among those genomes to reconstruct how different populations are related to each other and how the mosquito is spread around the world. So the most um, interesting results we found were from populations which we collected in a city in Senegal in West, West Africa. And we found that these mosquitoes were genetically very different from mosquitoes which were found very close by in forests of the same species, but were very closely related to mosquitoes which we'd collected in Asia and America. So what we think's happened is that Aedes aegypti mosquitoes, about 11,000 years ago in Africa, evolved to specialize on humans. So what we think happened was that about 11,000 years ago in Africa, Aedes aegypti evolved to specialize on humans. And then just a few hundred years ago, they were transmitted probably on ships along trading routes, first to America, and from there they spread on to Asia. And this has ultimately resulted in the pandemics we see of dengue and Zika virus and yellow fever. When it comes to mosquito feeding behaviour, what exactly is domestication? How did your research come to the conclusion that a single domestication of Aedes aegypti occurred in Africa? If you look at the mosquitoes, Aedes aegypti mosquitoes which live in forests and live in cities, they differ in a whole suite of ecological traits. And one of the most striking is that the ones in cities, which are the domestic type, tend to like to feed on humans and are very unlikely to feed on other species, whereas as individuals of the same species from forests will feed on a whole diversity of different animals. But domestication is more than just wanting to bite people. There's also changes in habitat preference. So the, the domestic mosquitoes like to breed in clean water and discarded tires or, or plastic containers, whereas the forest types like to live, breed in tree holes. Domestic types like to come into houses, which the, the forest types don't. And also they tend to be slightly different coloration. So together, these things mean that the domestic type is really a, a, an extremely efficient disease vector. It's very, very good at transmitting disease, whilst the types in forest are not so good. Our results suggest that the mosquitoes which are found in urban areas in Africa are closely related to the Aedes aegypti in the rest of the world, which are all found in urban areas. And therefore, it suggests that there's been a single event which, of domestication which occurred in Africa, where the mosquitoes evolved to become associated with humans. And then subsequently, they've then migrated around the world. One plausible hypothesis would have been that the Senegal urban population was a mixture of African and non-African mosquito populations. Uh, how were you confident in rejecting this hypothesis? Yes, no, so that's exactly right. So what we see in urban areas in West Africa is mosquitoes which look like the mosquitoes in the Americas and Asia. They, be they behave like them and they're genetically very similar. So one possibility would simply be that these are African, sorry, these are American or Asian mosquitoes that have migrated back into Africa rather than the, rather than the other way around, where the mosquito became domesticated in Africa 
and then migrated to um, Asia or the Americas. So what we did was we first looked at the amount of genetic variation in these populations. And what you can see is that the gen genetic variants which are present in America or Asia are just a subset of those which we see in the populations in cities in Africa. So that suggests that the migration has happened from Africa out to America and Asia. And then we did a series of statistical tests where we could statistically compare these hypotheses. And always we found no evidence for migration back to Africa. And instead, it seems to be that the migration is happening in the other direction. So you mentioned a reduction in genetic diversity of these mosquito populations due to migration out of Africa. Would you say this has influenced the landscape of vector-borne disease across these parts of the world? Yeah, so it's very striking that there's much less genetic variation found outside of Africa than within Africa. And this was actually something which had been known for a number of years before we did our work. And that suggests that a very small number of mosquitoes originally were transported from Africa, probably first to America, and then on to Asia. Um, so this was accompanied by a great loss of genetic variation. But I, I really think in, in, in answer to that question, the answer is we don't really know. Because although we've lost lots of genetic variation, we don't really know if that caused changes in traits of the mosquito, which matter in terms of disease transmission or not. Hmm. So I, I think that's an open question, which would be interesting to answer. How do your conclusions contradict prevailing models previously of the evolution of Aedes aegypti? Yeah, so it's been known for a long time that Aedes aegypti probably originated in Africa. So that wasn't new. But what was different was that previous genetic studies had all found that all the African populations clustered together genetically and was distinct from those found in the rest of the world. And the way people explained this was they thought that probably the rest of the world had been colonized by maybe some populations from North Africa, and these had subsequently gone extinct. So therefore, we were left with a situation where there were two types of Aedes, those in, in Africa and those outside of Africa. And as our result is exactly the opposite of that, the very close relatives of the populations in um, Asia or America are still found living in cities in West Africa. And the reason we got different results is that previous studies we think were probably misled by the fact that there was this big change in genetic variation associated with the migration that occurred out of Africa, because so few mosquitoes migrated out of Africa. And this meant that the patterns of genetic variation changed a lot. And this sort of confused previous genetic, genetic analyses. So a really new result is that in cities in West Africa, you basically have the same mosquitoes as you're finding in Asia or the Americas, which are the cause of these massive pandemics of vector-borne disease. What implications might there be uh, regarding disease transmission from the two subspecies of mosquito living essentially side by side in Africa? Yes, yeah, so that's obviously the question which really matters. The reason we're doing this is because this is such an important disease vector. And the question, therefore, is does this really matter for disease transmission? And I think there's good reasons to suspect it might. So firstly, the, the pattern of disease that you see in Africa compared to the Americas and Asia is often very different. And in particular, there's a lot less dengue virus in Africa than there is elsewhere in the tropics. And similarly, if you compare West and East Africa, in West Africa, you get yellow fever virus, which is, occurs in epidemics in cities. And this is being transmitted by Aedes aegypti mosquitoes. However, you don't see this in East Africa. 
And in East Africa, yellow fever tends to occur from transmission from other animal species to humans. And that transmission is caused by different species of mosquito. So we think it's very likely that some of these differences in the distribution of disease that you see between different areas are caused by the presence of these two different types of Aedes mosquitoes. And therefore, if the distribution of these mosquito types changes in the future, maybe due to habitat change or climate change or something, this could also cause the changes in distribution of disease. But I think at the moment, what we haven't done yet is really link our genetic differences between populations um, to those differences in disease transmission. So I think there's very likely there's a big effect, but we haven't really demonstrated it with this work. Where will your research take you next? I think that the big outstanding question um, in this area is really the one that you just asked me, and that's what is the consequence of these results for patterns of disease transmission. So the most important thing is we've seen these two genetically distinct type of types of mosquitoes. And are those genetic differences causing the differences which affect disease transmission? So whether or not mosquitoes live alongside humans, whether they bite humans. And also particularly important is whether or not when, you, when a mosquito has bitten a human which is infected with, say, dengue virus or Zika virus, can that virus replicate within the mosquito and then be transmitted on when the mosquito bites another person? So I think these, this is really the, the major question, is to try and um, draw that link between the genetic differences that we see and the differences in disease transmission. In terms of migrating out of Africa, you mentioned some possible methods mosquitoes might have done this. Could you elaborate a bit more on that? We, we don't really have a, a, any direct evidence, of course, of how the mosquitoes were transmitted out of Africa. But we do have two bits of interesting evidence which might suggest a route. So from our work here, we've been able to put a date on when the mosquitoes migrated out of Africa and colonized the rest of the world. And we think that that happened maybe about, maybe just a few hundred years ago. And the second bit of evidence is that previous work by other people has suggested that the mosquitoes first went to the Americas and then migrated on to Asia. So that fits very well with the ships traveling along trading routes. And once those trading routes became established, they would have carried the mosquitoes from Africa first to the Americas and then onto Asia. So I think the circumstantial evidence supports the, the origins of these global populations of Aedes. To read and hear more science stories, subscribe to this podcast on SoundCloud. Follow us on Twitter at BiomedCentral or visit our blogs at blogs.biomedcentral.com. All of our published research articles are also openly accessible on biomedcentral.com. Thank you for listening.